Welcome back to another edition of Corn Nation Radio. I am your host, Patrick Gerhardt, and with me today is the publisher and pretty much the grand poobah of Michigan State Media, uh, Hondo. Hondo, how are we today? I'm doing good, buddy. Thanks for having me, Patrick. Hondo, now let's give a little background on you. You started Spartan Nation up there in, in East Lansing. Uh, what got you into all this? Well, in 2000, I started it. I grew up a Spartan fan. I grew up a young boy going to practice, fielding punts in the upper deck. My dad's company um, used to have uh, players that worked for them in the summer. My parents were season ticket holders for decades. So I grew up around Michigan State football. Awesome. Awesome. So you started this blog. It's blown up. You're part of SI now. Um, have, did you think it was going to be as big as it is right now? First of all, it wasn't, we didn't just start a blog. The blog came later. We had radio shows, TV shows, um, all of it. And then the website began to boom and grow. So, yeah, we did. That was kind of the vision that we had for it all along, and it's been terrific. It's been a great journey. Awesome. So let's move on to this year's Michigan State squad. The Spartans are 3-0. and They're chugging along. They just had a big win this past Saturday over Miami. Uh, give us a little background on like what Nebraska should look for this year from these guys when they play on Saturday. Well, first of all, this isn't the Mark D'Antonio teams. Uh, these are very prolific scoring teams. They are able to run the football with great effectiveness. They're able to throw the ball deep. They've got three NFL wide receivers right now, and there's a couple of young ones that could develop into it. They're an offensive team that's going to come out and attack you. Again, that's something you didn't see under the Mark D'Antonio era where he almost didn't want to play offense. He just wanted his teams to play great defense, and hopefully the defense scored. Um, they went out. They're, they're on the attack. Mel Tucker took a lot of grief from his colleagues who are head coaches around college football. I don't know that any school used the transfer portal more than Michigan State. He's taken an SEC approach uh, to Michigan State, and whether that's recruiting or whether that's a business approach. Um, there were a lot of guys that were encouraged to go other places, and they did. And Michigan State's hit on some big transfer portal guys like Kenneth Walker, the superstar running back, who they liked when he was at when they were at Colorado. And he went to Wake Forest where his style just didn't fit their system. So they made a lot of really good pickups, and those guys have stepped in and contributed immediately. And this is a Michigan State team that, while it's not loaded, is very deadly because they compete every single play, and they're very physical. How is the defense on this team? I mean, that's kind of one of the hallmarks of past teams. You know, is, is this a strong defensive team for the Spartans? No, I would not call it a strong defensive team. But you have to go back and remember, Mark D'Antonio left the program in, in terrible condition. So I think it's a very much improved defense from last year. But I will also tell you, no, I would not say it's, it's a great defense. Um, it's one that I think teams can, can score on if they're creative. The thing about this defense is they're extremely physical. And I will also go as far as tell you that Michigan State um, should not have won the Miami game if it was just talent. But Mel Tucker and his staff, they outcoached Northwestern which I think is a very good staff in Pat Fitzgerald. And they all coach Miami, which I don't think is a good staff. 
Um, and that gives Michigan State a great advantage. Under Mark D'Antonio, they had some good coaches, but there were a lot of questionable coaches. This Mel Tucker staff, top to bottom, may be one of the best in the Big Ten. So even though he's been here for two years, Mel Tucker really has crafted kind of the next the next phase of Michigan State football in, in, in the grand scheme of things. I mean, everybody seems to be fairly happy with what he's done. Which is amazing considering, you know, this is coming from a Nebraska fan. We've been trying to work on that for decades now. <laughs> well, yeah. And, you know, let me say a couple things to you. Um, you said something that is truthful but not accurate, and I want to explain what I mean. This is year two for Mark D'Antonio. But a year before Mark D'Antonio retired, we at Spartan Nation reported that we were hearing, we broke the story that we heard he was going to retire after the second signing day to try to force Michigan State to hire Mike Tressel to be the next coach. We stood on that report and stood by it for the full year. Mark D'Antonio found out that the athletic director had hired a search committee, um, and so he just up and resigned literally the day before signing day. And so Mel Tucker gets there um, after signing day. He had no chance to – it was, well, right at signing day – he had no chance to sign any recruits of his own, none. He had no ch- and there was a, a lot of recruits that wouldn't be recruited at Michigan State today. Then COVID hit, and there was no offseason. They had no spring ball, nothing. And so then Michigan State goes into last year, bunches of games canceled, but they had no spring and a whole new staff. <clears throat> this is technically year two but it's really year two for Mel Tucker. It's the first time he's had any of his recruits and his staff has had an off season to work with their guy. So technically it is year number two, but it's, it's really year number one. And if you're a Spartan fan and you're not pleased, there's something really wrong with you because he's done absolutely everything right. Wow. So this is, this is really kind of an ideal situation for Michigan State fans, considering everything that's come together. And not only is it ideal, but it sounds like you folks believe that this is this is the right path and things are going to keep going well, which is amazing, which is amazing. Oh, wow. I mean, I, for, for, for any 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 uh, athletic team. Well, I would say this. I, I would say that everything Mel Tucker has done since he's arrived has been the right uh, nearly everything has been the right thing. I think he's made some decisions off the field, and I don't mean moral or anything like that or character that questioned him by a lot of the fan base. But I will say this. I think Michigan State is absolutely on the right path. Um, when you imply, you know, it looks like everything's great going forward, it's going to be interesting for me to see how long Mel Tucker stays. Mm. Michigan State's paid him a ton of money. He's making $6 million a year. and But if he continues to have success and everybody and others come calling, whether it's the NFL or the SEC, uh, I think Mel Tucker, would, that his track record tells us that he doesn't stay anywhere. So I think he absolutely would go on. But if he were to stay, I absolutely think Michigan State's going in the right direction. Perfect. Well, any, uh, any final comments or predictions for what's going to happen this Saturday against Nebraska? Yeah, I will make a couple. I think, you know, there's a national narrative that Scott Frost is on the hot seat. I do not believe that. 
Um, I think that Scott Frost certainly has not lived up to expectations, but I think the Nebraska fan base is going to show him loyalty that they have not given some other coaches. And I'm not saying the other coaches deserved it. Um, I think Scott does. Um, so I don't think he's in any trouble. And if you watched the Oklahoma game last week, you saw a bunch of kids that were scrapping and fighting. And that co- kids who have turned on their coaches don't do that. So I think that was a very telling sign to us. That's number one. Number two, I think Oklahoma, I mean, when you look at that Oklahoma game, the offense and defense played good enough to win. So I'm going to go back to what I call the the uh, Nebraska atmosphere. And I've been teased a little bit by people when they've heard me use that term this week that said, oh, evidently, Hondo doesn't know the game is in East Lansing. And I absolutely do. But I think there's a, there's a resiliency in Nebraska. It's why I love it. It's why I consider it a Mount Rushmore of schools in college football, along with USC, Texas, Alabama, and Notre Dame. Um, and, I, and again, I, I, I firmly have it in my uh, Mount Rushmore college football schools. So I think something comes in this week. I think Michigan State's going to be a little bit comfortable. They went on the road and got a big win. They are playing physical. But I expect Nebraska to come in after the way they played at Oklahoma to be encouraged and to be hungry. I would, you know, I think Michigan State, you know, should be favored in this game. But I got a really bad feeling about this. And I think on a field goal, Nebraska wins this one. Wow. That's one heck of a prediction. Well, once again, this is Hondo. Oh, sorry. And it's it's, it's not a downer on Michigan State at all. I just think you saw Nebraska go toe-to-toe with a much better team than Michigan State last week. I don't think they're going to be intimidated by the atmosphere in East Lansing. I mean, they, they, they've played in great atmospheres before, and they play in what I believe is the best in college football in Nebraska. So, again, I, I think I would not be shocked with a Michigan State win, but when I look at this game, I think if they played it 10 times, um, I think let's go back. I think if they played 100 times, Nebraska would win 51, and I think that, that Michigan State would win 49 just because I think you saw a lot of fight in that team. They're in year four of the Scott Frost system. His players know that system better than the Michigan State players know Mel, Mel Tucker's. And I think it's just going to be a battle. I can't wait. I wish it was kickoff right now. <laughs> well, it should be a fun weekend, that's for sure. Well, sir, I don't want to take up any more of your time. Again, this is Hondo Carpenter of Spartan Nation. Hondo, where can our listeners find you? SpartanNation.com or at Hondo Carpenter, H-O-N-D-O-C-A-R-P-E-N-T-E-R, on Twitter.